Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Urantia Radio Podcast. Jim Watkins, I'm so glad to be home at the home base studios, the uh, Urantia 606 studios, and I'm glad to be here. And I'm especially grateful to have been introduced to Gabriel Reinberg in the last podcast about the Center for Unity Project, the Jesus Metaverse. And in the days and weeks ahead, we'll have another interview with another group of people. Uh, and we're also having some other interesting people stop by over the course of the next few weeks. So things are going to get quite exciting here on the Arancha Radio podcast. As a matter of fact, uh, I've even, uh, I, this must be the season of change. I even went so far as to update my logo. I hope you like it. I hope it's a little brighter, a little bit more contemporary. And, uh, and just thanks again for all the wonderful people stopping by and also the people that are sharing the, the revelation. Because, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in our own little projects, we forget about the overall goal, which is to spread the word, spread the good news, right? Spread the good news about the Arantia book and about not only the Arantia book, but what the Arantia book says. That's more important than the Arantia book itself. Just like Jesus' teachings are more important than the Bible, even though the Bible is the definitive place where we've all come to know Jesus. It's his truth. It's what he taught that matters most. And if you heard uh, our conversation with some of the folks from the Center for Unity Project, we're all in this to serve one, one idea, one idea, which is to encourage people to look within and have a better, more fulfilling Relationship. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? You know, it's like a person who doesn't know what, you know, like a blind person who doesn't know what the color red is. How do you describe the color red to a person who's never seen any colors? Well, how do you encourage people to look within themselves and touch the infinite when they have no a knowledge of the infinite. Well, thank God for the spirit of truth. Thank God for the thought adjuster. Thank God for the, the spirit ministry. Because if you lead people towards God, they will find God. If you don't lead, lead them or if you don't nudge them or try to get them to have a better understanding, then they never will unless they have to go to the depths of despair to find. Sometimes that's the way, the only way to go. So that's what this podcast is really all. It's not about promoting the Arantia book, although it is, I hope, to be something that's part of the Arantia community. But I've said this before, that we're about being a beacon for people who are starving for something that will give them a better feeling about life than just what they see around them in this secular void, this vacuous world sometimes that we find ourselves in. You know, we turn on the TV at night, we read the newspaper, we go online, we, we absorb all of that information and we see much more ugliness. And it's true because it's more transparent. We're all constantly looking into the to our, the palms of our hands and we get so obsessed with the here and now that we forget about the, the the more enduring things that matter in our life like our relationships with our friends and our family and our children and our parents 
And sometimes we get distracted by that, by, by all of the stimuli that's going on around us, the stimuli. And so this is a, this is refuge. This is a refuge in a, in a desert of materialism. So let's, let's just have some fun and let's read a, a passage that might just lift your spirits. Uh, and this is uh, from section, let's see, where are we at? We're, we're at paper eight, The Infinite Spirit. So let me just read the first couple of paragraphs of The Infinite Spirit. This is from section, paper eight, section one. And if you want to read along, you can. But if not, that's okay too. You can just kind of sit back and listen. Back in eternity, when the Universal Father's first infinite an absolute thought finds in the eternal sun such a perfect and adequate word for its divine expression. There ensues the supreme desire of both the thought God and the word God for a universal and infinite agent of mutual expression and combined action. In the dawn of eternity, both the Father and the Son become infinitely cognizant of their mutual interdependence, their eternal and absolute oneness, and therefore do they enter into an infinite and everlasting covenant of divine partnership. This never-ending compact is made for the execution of their united concepts through all of the circle of eternity. And ever since this eternity event, the Father and the Son continue in this divine union. We are now face to face with the eternity origin of the infinite spirit, the third person of deity, the very instant that God the Father and God the Son conjointly conceive an identical and infinite action, the execution of an absolute thought plan, that very moment, the infinite spirit springs full-fledgedly into existence. In thus reciting the origin or the order of the origin of the deities, the writer writes, I do so merely to enable you to think of their relationship. In reality, they are all three existent from eternity. They are existential. They are without beginning or ending of days. They are coordinate, supreme, ultimate, absolute, and infinite. They are and always have been and ever shall be. And they are three distinctly individualized but eternally associated persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. Now, you know, that's a, that's a lot for a lowly like human like me to sort of have to take all, all that in. Because, you know, they present this in the eternal present. You notice, in the dawn of eternity, both the Father and the Son become, not became or are becoming, but become. It's in the ever-present sense that we're given to this story about the hypothetical beginning of eternity. Well, eternity in its very nature is not, there is no beginning. But from our perspective, we, we tend to, everything in our life, I think the Arantia book says, everything that we have has got a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's how we look at life. That is our, that's our conceptual theater, if you will. That's the backdrop by which we view reality. Things have a beginning, a middle, and an end. This is why science is so caught up in this, this big bang because they assume that the, the, the very existence 
itself had to have had a starting point. It's our only, it's our only reference point, really. The God of Action, paper one. The, in the eternity of the past, upon the personalization of the infinite spirit, the divine personality cycle becomes perfect and complete. Again, see, they're talking about in the present. The God of Action is existent, and the vast stage of space is set for the stupendous drama of creation. The universal adventure, the divine panorama of the eternal ages. The first act of the infinite spirit is the inspection and recognition of his divine parents, the father, father, and the mother, son. He, the spirit, unqualifiedly identifies both of them. He is fully cognizant of their separate personalities and infinite attributes, as well as their combined nature and unified function. Next, voluntarily, with transcendent willingness and inspiring spontaneity, the third person of deity, notwithstanding the equality with the first and second persons, pledges eternal loyalty to God the Father and acknowledges everlasting dependence upon the Son of God. Inherent in the nature of this transaction and in mutual recognition of the personality and independence of each other and each and the executive union of all three, the cycle of eternity, is established. The Paradise Trinity is existent. The stage of universal space is set for the manifold and never-ending panorama of this creative unfolding of the purpose of the Universal Father through the personality of the Eternal Son and by the execution of the God of Action, the executive agency for the reality performances of the Father-Son-Creator Partnership. The God of Action functions and the dead vaults of space are astir. One billion perfect spheres flash into existence. Prior to this hypothetical eternity moment, the space energies inherent in paradise are existent and potentially operative, but they have no actuality of being. Neither can physical gravity be measured except by the reaction of material realities to its incessant pull. There is no material universe at this assumed, eternally distant moment. But the very instant that one billion worlds materialize, there is in evidence gravity sufficient and adequate to hold them in the everlasting grasp of paradise. Well, I want to stop there because that's a lot. That's a lot to think about. You know, I, I oftentimes will try to watch a sunset, a sunset. And where I live, you know, we're treated to so many beautiful sunsets. And when I think about my son, my solar parent, where I find my material uh, origination, really, I think about the fact that there are 70,000, no, no, there are 70 trillion suns, just like the one I have. Just like there might be 70 trillion planets out there that are all looking, and there are people on those planets that are looking at their sun. And each one of those suns represents the material luminosity of creation, of the first act of the infinite spirit, the God of action. And I think, my goodness, you know, if, if, 
the God of action, the Trinity, is represented in material form by these trillions of suns, then how does that reflect also the spirit luminosity of the same God of action that is also inherent in each one of us as a spirit fragment? Isn't that just absolutely amazing? And maybe that's what makes me recognize the grandeur, or as Immanuel Kant, seeing the deity in the periodic grasping of infinity. So we'll leave it there. I hope this was inspirational for you again. I thought it would be an enjoyable experience just to read from the book. Just open up the book and take a few minutes and spend some time with the infinite spirit. So we'll have much more to come. Continue to share these podcasts with your fellow truth seekers. My email address, if you've got a topic or suggestion, your Angie Book Radio at gmail.com. Until next time, thanks for stopping by. <laughs>